0: Another week, another crazy ass week here, Sheen. I'm on Nick's time zone this time, so I'm down in the South and I'm excited about it. Nick, how are you?
1: I'm doing wonderful. You know, this is the podcast we can get all your game geek news from a queer black perspective. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it has been a week.
0: It has been I'm on so many different levels. It's been a week.
1: It's been a week, a month, a year, a decade, a millennium. I mean, an era, whatever. I, I know.
0: So it's been a lot. But I, I, I'm assuming you're doing good.
1: <laughs> um, You know what? I am. And I don't want to bring it down. Well, this is not bringing it down. But I don't want to be serious. But I am going to be serious for a second. Because... I had a a really good therapy session. What was it, Saturday? Mm -hmm. This past Saturday? And I brought up something that I think would help other people. Um, I have an issue singing my own praises, you know, uh, finding the good in myself or, you know, the accomplishments that I've done or, you know, saying good job to myself versus me doing that to somebody else, which I think a lot of people have trouble, trouble with. Mm -hmm. Um, I, he, I, I came to the conclusion that I need to be more nicer to myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, uh, like give myself compliments Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of people can benefit from that.
0: Yeah, you're right. And you should celebrate yourself. You you should be like you should look at yourself and be like, look, my body is snatched. <laughs> I am making ways. These people love me. There's people following me. There people, you know. You got a man that loves you. You got you got stuff. You need to celebrate all of that. You got you got us hoes out here talking about. Where's my man at crying in the streets and, you know, you know, getting spit-roasted?
1: Oh, I mean... You got
0: this down here showing out. And, you know...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with a little spit-roast now.
0: But anyway, (laughs) I just...
1: Before we go way over way
0: too far. But no, you're right. You you should celebrate yourself. I, I think you're right. We I think everybody needs to do that every once in a while and kind of, you know, or laugh at themselves. You know? Yes. I think um I had a friend who uh and he kinda it reminded me of a scene in Sex in the City when he uh <laughs> he got um crabs or something and we oh. were we were there to support him. <laughs> Well, actually, three of them got crabs from the same guy, and I did. But um, yeah, whoa, <laughs> uh, I was lucky. But the other three did, and so we all went together as they went to get you know the stuff they needed. And it was funny because he said we're just some dirty whores, and we just laughed about it. You know, because you you could have been depressed, you know, you could have been depressed. You could have uh-huh. been. But then we just laughed about it. I learned at that time just to laugh at situations where it's like, y'all, Yo, can't do is laugh like. I got in, if I got in trouble at work, I'm like, oh, bitch, I need to get it together. <laughs> like, They're like, okay, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm glad that you um, recognize that, and I hope you do that.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, and I'm trying to, you know, when people give you compliments, like my brain goes to, oh, well, really, did they, did they mean that compliment? Do they have any ulterior motives? You know, what's, why did they give that compliment? You know, I'm trying to Rewire my brain to stop thinking like that and that's you know so hard because it comes so easy Mm -hmm. to think about the negatives and the those type of thoughts so it is a hard process but I am trying
0: and I believe that you will be able to get to it to the point where when people tell you something you'll probably say I know
1: you know, you know, somebody uh, did that. I had a um, a Gay Agenda shirt, uh, and I was walking downtown. You know, there was this Latino festival. I was out and about. And someone was like, oh, my God, I love your shirt. And I said, thank you. And I tried not to think about, oh, well, did she really mean that compliment? Or was she just saying it to get something out of me? I was like, you know what? I'm just take the compliment as it is and keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I can't—I don't know her motives.
0: Yeah.
1: Just take it and go. Yeah. Thank but you. enough about me.
0: So I mean, I, I'm so, I'm excited. I'm glad to hear that, though. But anyway. Thank
1: you. Now, what what have you been up to? I know you've been you've been a traveling, girl.
0: I'm in Atlanta right now. Um, I'm here for work. Um, and it's been really great. You know, the South is very, you know, laid back. Um, Atlanta is spread out like Los Angeles, but the traffic is not bad. Um, I was, it was funny today. I was uh, visiting and talking with some counselors and they were saying, oh, we want to keep you, want to get you on the road right before traffic starts. And this was at like 255. <laughs> and um, I got back to my hotel. This it was, it was a 10 mile drive. I got back to my hotel like three fifteen like three fifteen, three twenty. I'm like, this is not traffic. If this was ten miles in LA, I'd probably still be out there right now <laughs> knowing how the traffic is. So I was like, you know, you know, it's really great. Um and you know, being here, I have noticed I love the fact that I see black men with black men. And I and I, you know they could be with any you know, I don't really I'm all about love is love and being with any race, whatever. But it's just, I don't get to see that so often in Los Angeles and to see it here Uh see a lot of Southern people in the Southern way, uh, it's been really great. And I have to say that white men from the South, yes, they could, yes, racism is real with that, but white men, there's a different look to white men in the South than it is in LA. I think in LA is this, people literally go after a look. But, you know, I feel like in the South where, you know, white guys look just like regular guys, and that works for them really well. Um, and then you have some of the white guys who grew up, not in, I won't say the hood, but you got some of those who grew up in certain areas where it's evident they're not the whitest of the whites. So it's really, that's has right. been interesting to see, um, especially when you hang out in the gay community. Um, but it's been really nice to see that. Um, speaking of compliments, I, I've been... I was given a few by folks, and I was arrogant to one degree. Well, somebody said, you got pretty eyes. I was like, I did did say I know, because I do. So (laughs) I was like, all right, okay. But it's been really fun um, being here. I get to go to Nashville tomorrow, so I'll be in Nashville for the rest of the week. Um, And then I'll be back home. So it's been good.
1: Well, all right. She's a working girl.
0: You got to make this money some way.
1: Make the money, but don't let the money make you.
0: Well, it's too late, but yeah, that's true. you <laughs> in Los Angeles, the money has to make you because you have no other choice.
1: Well, yeah, that's true.
0: Oh, well, let's just get on, get these um, teacups and stuff out because there's been a lot that's happened, hell, within the last, what, four hours, but it's been a lot going on.
1: Listen. <laughs> The tea is runneth over in Aunt Macy.
0: It is. So I guess we'll start with... This happened almost, what, literally after our episode last week. Um, but Henry, Henry Cavill, is not coming back as Superman. <sighs> <laughs> you know,
1: we just had to... Well, we just had to start off bad. Um... I was surprised about this. I was very surprised because, you know, the girls over at DC don't know what they're doing. And now that he's gone, I'm like, well, shit, that was actually a good cast. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out why.
0: Well, you know, they kept saying things like, his schedule didn't match up with um, a cameo in Shazam, and and then all of a sudden we hear were well, they also trying to focus on Supergirl? And I was like, okay. I said we 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 haven't. What was interesting about that is we haven't heard nothing about any Supergirl when they released all the movies they were going to do, and you know they've also canceled some movies too. So we're just super uh-huh. like, We haven't heard anything about no Supergirl. Now all of a sudden. That's a story, a topic. And I'm like, okay, I I understand. I understand that, yeah, they might be making some changes because, you know, we we all of a sudden heard about New Gods and New Gods wasn't originally in the original plan. And then, you know, we saw that. So maybe, but at the same time, I'm thinking, but you have Supergirl on the TV show or I don't know where you're going to go with, I don't know. But again, you got Flash, you got two Flashes. So, but it Mm -hmm. just seemed like, it was odd that all of a sudden it was like, okay, this is what's happening. But if y'all looked at his Instagram, he did something very interesting where he had, he was sitting there and he had a figure of Superman and just left and then just put it back down and didn't say a word. So he hasn't really talked about this, but, you know, I don't know if it's a bad thing for him because I think with Mission Impossible being so popular, um, I wonder if he's about to just spread his wings and cut his losses.
1: Well, he uh, he recently signed on to do uh The Witcher, the Netflix series based on the video game. He's the main character uh of that and that's set to start filming here soon. Awesome. So, it could be a combination of his scheduling with that, his scheduling with Shazam, um and then, you know, the bullshit that is the DC mm-hmm. universe. Uh, I just, well, see, isn't Ben Affleck out as Batman, too?
0: Yeah, that, that was something that happened early. He wanted to be out of that. So, with those two gone, I mean, they, there's directions they can go. They can focus more on different characters. Um, they can, who knows? I mean, Wonder Woman is their shining beacon right now, so they can really focus on her and bring in, like, Booster Gold and all those other side characters. Well, you're you were right when you said in the beginning we we really don't know what happened and now we're just like what's going to happen with this. This is not like how they did um, Terrence up in uh, Iron Man when they flipped him over for what's his name. Um, Yeah, different things. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know will they. I mean, can they revisit it? Can he? I guess could he come back for like a can they CGI him? I mean they well. We saw how they did a CGI. And that's the question okay. I have. Why is it that their CGI is terrible compared to Disney? Disney can give you a whole new lace front, de-age you, and you look just fine. Okay. They can't even do a simple remove the beard without making like you got, um, you know, gum poisoning. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think with this.
1: Uh, they don't know what to think either. No. And I don't think they should recast them immediately. I think they should actually sit down and figure out what the hell did they want to do with this universe, because nothing is coming together.
0: It's all in pieces. And, it, it, you know, like I feel like what's going to be probably the biggest highlight is Wonder Woman 84. And um, Shazam will probably work for the kids. Um, and Aquaman will probably work but I can't really see anything else. I think everything else is its own hold or on pause. Um, and you're right, I don't think they should cast him. I think they need to figure out what they're gonna do with Superman as a character in this world.
1: And we don't necessarily need to have a Superman.
0: That's true too.
1: We There's so many DC characters that they can go into to, that will make it interesting and he can come him and Batman can come down the line, you know, later on. But maybe they can—I don't know—like because I know they probably signed on, or there's there's talks of another Justice League. Maybe Superman and Batman walked away from it, and it's just a uh, Flash, Cyborg, and uh, Wonder Woman and Aquaman trying to hold everything together. Yeah. I don't know. Then again, I don't get paid for that.
0: True. But if it, if I did get if I was getting paid for that I wouldn't have personally I wouldn't have done Batman versus Superman that wouldn't have been the movie at all no I would have kept and if I would have killed Superman I would have left him dead he would not have come back in Justice League he would have been gone it would have been a world without Superman and then bring him in like you know how like how Cat came out of the out of the shadows. And how excited uh-huh. to see him come out of the shadows with that beard and everything. It was maybe that could have been something where he comes back in another in like the third Justice League movie, or is there something else to where it wasn't so botched up so quick. So maybe this is I don't know, maybe they are thinking something. You know, maybe they are thinking of what to do. I hope so. Yeah,
1: because we want them to win.
0: As we have always said, we we want them to win
1: exactly so what else do we have
0: the Emmys
1: <laughs> um, I'm going to be upfront. I didn't watch I didn't care to watch uh, and I saw only a couple of black folks won. so
0: uh, I'll, I'll make it actually quick so I did watch for some reason they didn't carry it here and I was like wow so I watched it online And um, um, it was interesting because, you know, they taunted diversity and inclusion. And for most of it, a lot of it was a lot of white winners. Um, Jeff Daniels won, and he really talked a lot about his horse. I was like, okay, we could have just left this alone. (laughs) Um, There were, you know, some pretty dresses and everything. The uh, Queer Eye for Straight Guy group came out. They looked like, you know, I said the Hellfire Club in one tweet, but then I turned around and thought they looked like characters from the McDonald's. <laughs>
1: Homegirl was looking like she was wearing a Donna Summer white jumpsuit,
0: and I liked it. I liked the pants. I got, I have pants like that. But I, I, I liked. I liked. Um. I hope I got his name. He's my favorite one out of all of them. Um. I appreciate his outfit. Everybody else could have stayed at home, especially Karamo.
1: Karamo looked like an NPC from Assassin's Creed Syndicate. <laughs> I'm like, girl, this is not.
0: This London. ain't Hogwarts. I was like, dude, this cosplay. Uh, I was just like, Lord, I'm not. And I was trying to like look into this outfit and I was thinking, would I have tried that? And I was like, no, I wouldn't. Like-
1: witchcraft and faggotry. <laughs> <laughs> <There it
0: is. laughs> witchcraft and faggotry. Yes, it is. That's what he looked like. I saw. <laughs> you should have tweeted that that is what that is i was like ramo honey you uh,
1: he gives me uh he gives me gout oh he just oh there's something about him i just is not gelling with me he's probably like the sweetest uh guys but something just irks me about Caramo.
0: A lot of people feel that way and I think I don't know if it's just because the way he comes across um, you know and you know some people have and I'm not gonna pick on his choice of his fiance that's who he's in love with and that's how it goes. But it's interesting um, just how he comes across in a lot of different ways but yeah but that outfit was just I was just like there was no consolation. Uh, some people were tweeting ugly things like you can tell he don't have any black friends. <laughs> i was like well
1: i mean does he
0: well <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't want to hit on him because he is he is a brother he is a black gay man doing his thing i just thought that outfit if if i was in the room and they walked through and they said what do y'all think and i would have said take off maybe take off the jacket and put on something else. But, oh, take off that robe. It looked like a robe, like you know, like one of those robes you get, like a child's robe. As well, mm-hmm. it's like don't do, don't, don't do that. And the other guy had on some shoes that I didn't care for. The Antonio, whatever his name is, he could have stayed on too. It was just so much. Wasn't feeling with that. Um, but Tracy Ellis Ross looked good, and you know, Tiffany Haddish looked good. Tandy Newton looked good. I want to talk about Tandy because Tandy did win. She did wonderful, I think, a supporting role or something like that for um, Westworld. Westworld. And I was like, she deserved it because she's beautiful. Her her character, her acting is just beautiful and just poetry out there because she's playing this character, Maeve, to the max. So she deserved that. Um, I didn't really care for a lot of the wins um but you know things things were, were the way they were um i still hate the fact that queen sugar is always not nominated when some of these other shows are nominated i'm like how they get nominated queen sugar um, there's still love for white men a lot um game of thrones won for best dramatic series uh, which i'm like okay i can see that um virginia king
1: won for seven yeah. seconds
0: she did. And that's interesting because I, I don't know if anybody's watched that. I've watched that entire show. Now there's, there's this rumor. I mean, they canceled it, but there was a rumor that it was supposed to only be just one shot and I, it, 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 I believe it needed another season because it was just so good. It was so good. Um So she deserved that as well. Um Issa looked good. I'm mad because there's a, there's a clip. <laughs> where Betty White walked out and everybody was, you know, cheering and standing up and they showed Issa on her phone. I was like, she meant that. She was standing <laughs> up, though. She was just oh, Maybe she was like saying, oh, here's Betty White. But that was kind of funny. Um, yeah, people, it was, it wasn't something that, you know, I, 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 I should have sat here and watched. I should have just left and went and did something. I don't know. But, um, you know, it was interesting. It was three hours. Um, could have been shorter.
1: Uh, uh, as always, because, yeah. you know, the motherfucking uh, award shows are always two hours too long. Yeah. I guess shout out to RuPaul for winning Best Reality Show I'm competition. Like,
0: I'm not going to really give a shout out. And
1: <laughs>
0: I just feel like a show after what we've seen and after what happened last season, it's hard for me to want to celebrate it. And to, I get that. And, and, and understand that it's, to me, it's bigger than Rue. It's bigger than Rue. It cannot, Rue cannot even be it. And I think it will still be just as big. What was interesting to me is when they brought everybody on stage and you saw basically everybody who's behind the show was white. I think it was a uh-huh. woman of color-ish, but everybody was white. And I didn't know that Ross has a role, I guess.
1: Well, he's one of the judges. Yeah, but I was- the judges came up on stage. You yeah. uh, know,
0: okay. I get, uh, what's her name coming up there,
1: Michelle? Michelle, she looked pretty good. She always looks good, you know, ever since she lost that weight. And that was no shade, okay.
0: <laughs> uh, but I, she, uh, she came up there, and I understood why she's been there from the beginning. And I, I guess Ross was there from the beginning. I just was just kind of confused. Like, why him and Carson up there as if they... I thought maybe they secretly produced it. But it was a very white background. And that's why I was saying on Twitter that I was like, this is this is very telling. Because I'm like, this is why we get what we get. And I was about to be mad if I saw Lucian, or whatever his name, walk up there. I'm like, oh, really? You're going to walk up there after all the mess you've done? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's still working because I haven't heard anything about him. But... Uh, yeah I saw that. I was like, You know, I mean, yeah, you are a gay show, great, 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 but just knowing what you have caused, and I think about just your track record right now, I'm just like mm. i'm I'm not even gonna I'm just gonna look I'm just gonna do one of those looks that people do when they they should have won, like Anthony Anderson did it last night when he when they didn't when he didn't win best actor. Another guy who won, it was some other person. And he had this look on his face. That would have been my love to be like, okay. But yeah, it it was okay. Uh, It was okay. Not as good as Golden Globes. I feel like I I get more out of Golden Globes
1: than I do. I think so too. Because aren't they, Golden Globes is like they're having dinner and they can drink. So it's a little lax. And you know, a lot of folks, I know I would get turned.
0: Yeah, yeah. Usually, somebody is drunk when they win and get up there. And like, yeah. <laughs>
1: that you know, would be me.
0: You made me think about this. I, I'm realizing that um, a lot of people who have opportunities to go to events, they come out drunk, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to be drunk at these events. Like, I feel like I want to be aware of what's happening. Like, I may have a, I might, I might accidentally get a buzz, but if I do, I'll be like, let me quit because I don't want to be meaning no stars
1: uh-huh.
0: lit. They can tell that I'm lit. I want, you know, I want to be completely sober. In fact, I was thinking if I ever get to go to something like that, I'll probably, I'll be so nervous I wouldn't even drink. I'm like, nope, I don't want to come off crazy. And then, uh, so a friend of mine was like, well, you know what? Mostly everybody's lit because he's been to stuff. He's like, mostly everybody's lit. So it would, you'll be kind of a anomaly. You'll be like Sandra Dean, whoever her name is, in Greece. I was like, Really? <laughs> everybody's kinda lit. He says it's about after 10 o'clock, everybody's lit.
1: I mean, of course, you got all those after uh, afterward pre-parties and, well, post-parties and all that jazz and shit, and it's free too.
0: Yeah, and the alcohol's free. But and you're know, like not
1: drinking no cheap shit.
0: you probably not, but see, I don't even know anything about what type of liquor to drink, because you know, I don't get the cheapest liquor. That's how I used to shop liquor, like I and my friends then they just made me quit buying it. It was like nope, because you never buy the good stuff. I'm like, I'm trying to save money, so.
1: Let's see. No, <laughs> don't be buying no cheap ass liquor. You, you buy do- like Heaven Hill or some shit like that. Like
0: they used to laugh at me, like bitch. Do you even know how to buy alcohol? Like no, this ain't. It. I said, I just I can buy clothes. I can buy furniture. The alcohol. I'm trying to go the cheapest route because we got to drink it up. I mean, it's like water. You don't buy expensive Kool-Aid. But they just—they just took it out. Of my hand.
1: Uh, there is a difference between Kool-Aid and Flavor
0: <laughs> Let's
1: get that out the, in the open. There is a difference.
0: Lord. See, that tells you how much I drink because I don't even know the difference.
1: They oh my gosh! I like,
0: okay, it is Capostia. is like okay, what's the difference? I guess.
1: All right. Oh, you have you have <laughs> mhm-. <Mm-mm-mm. laughs>
0: Okay, well, that was the Emmys. But you put up something today. And I was like, I had to stop the car for two seconds.
1: Not what I put up, because, you know, I don't remember.
0: The Airbender. Oh,
1: yes. So this came out of the blue. It did. So if you remember, (laughs) after the Avatar, The Last Airbender, the cartoon ended on Nickelodeon, which was met with so much success. It was uh, praised and given all these awards. M. Night Shyamalan and his antics did a movie of Avatar and put some white ass folks in these Asian roles and just fucked it all up for everybody. Well, fast forward today, and there is supposedly a live action series based on the animated series that is supposed to be happening at Netflix. So the original uh, c- creators, Michael DiMartino and Brian, and I'm, I'm screwing all these names up, <laughs> Brian <laughs> are, uh will be the executive producers and the showrunners. So it's supposed to be starting next year, uh, production. And in, in response to the basically the whitewashing of all of the characters. I quote, we can't wait to realize Aang's world as cinematically as we always imagined it to be with a culturally appropriate non-whitewashed cast. So yes, we don't wanna see nobody's white kids up in this damn series. So I am very much interested in what this is gonna look like because I don't know if you saw the last airbender and i um i've seen episodes i haven't seen the series all the way through but it is very good
0: i've seen some of them i, I saw the legend of Korra. uh so yeah I, I thought it was very good and i you know we're gonna give it a shot because if they are talking this talk and they knew what was out there they knew how people felt about it it was a It was a big, you know, nerdum went through it for real when Shyamalan's movie came out. Everybody was like, what the hell? Uh Um, And so, we'll see. And I've been, you know, Netflix, what is going on over there? They have been just putting out, they are really pushing for some stuff. I don't know what they're doing, but they are putting out stuff. Um, you know out there just like every minute it seems like so
1: it sounds like they might be putting out too much stuff too fast
0: yeah you know because I, I was like you're doing so much that we have to we have to get caught up yes like, most of us work and so we have the weekend i don't really have time you know i don't want to spend the whole day in the house <laughs> you know and you know, I mean, it, I mean, granted, that stuff works. Like when you're traveling, you know, you got to go to Singapore, like my colleagues do. Yeah, you're on a plane for like 12 hours, so that could work for you. Um, but yeah, I'm beginning to wonder if Netflix's doing. I ain't gonna lie. Now, if they ever give me a shot to work at Netflix, I'm like, you can put my stuff. Out. I don't care if it is 6,000 stuff out there. But right, you know, I wonder. But I think it works because it's like it's so many. Think about how we are fickle right and how we will look at whatever is going on we can be like girl i'm bored today what's all and there's options
1: uh-huh.
0: so when you think about it that little ten dollars you pay a month is like you give me plenty of options so i can always find something to watch it, i think as i was hearing um i do have my friend my friend david he works at netflix but he works more in the money department it's more about the um uh, it's more about they wanna be the place that you just go, you only go. You don't go to HBO, you don't go to FX, you don't go to all that, you go to them. And I'm like, I can I can see that. Because if you give me enough stuff, I can see myself like, oh, I've been watching Netflix the entire week, I didn't even look at HBO. or. Mm-hmm. No, when it's the downtime when you don't have Insecure or Game of Thrones on, and there's other shows, you're like, okay, whatever. And then you know,
1: that's that's very true.
0: people are barely even watching, you know, CBS, ABC. Like I'm still surprised people even watch those shows, but old folks kind of watch CBS, you know. So I'm like, I guess Netflix is trying to be that, that 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 girl. So it makes sense. I just think it's really interesting. Um, that they keep putting stuff out. And they're not done, because they got a whole lot more. They just released a couple of trailers for different types of stuff today. Um, but speaking on that, Iron um, Fist 2, season 2, came out. I don't know if you...
1: <laughs> Girl, don't, don't you even ask me. <laughs> I,
0: I've, I, I've watched five episodes so far. It is a lot better than... That's
1: what I heard. I heard it. I heard the acting was better. The fight scenes were better. Um, overall, it's a hell of a lot better than the first series, the first season.
0: It is. Um, there is a lot there. I'm enjoying it so far. I think I'll watch maybe an episode tomorrow at the airport. Um, maybe not, because I don't like to do that. I, I, I don't like to do that. I, I might. We'll see how I feel about it. But I know I'll do it probably tomorrow or maybe tonight, late tonight. So it's have to get up early. I may watch a couple more episodes. But, um, it's, it's pretty good, and I'm glad they made some changes. I like that they kept this low-key, because I noticed there was not so many, you know, in L.A., we have billboards thrown up in seconds. I haven't seen that many about this. And I didn't even know it was out until I think her Tatiana mentioned it, and I was like, it's out? I was like, it's out? Okay. So I made some time to look at it. I think uh-huh. Sunday. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. I see what y'all are trying to do. Sunday or Saturday. So it was really interesting um to see what they got going on and I'm going to hopefully finish it you know maybe by this weekend but it's good so far.
1: Well that's good. I mean I guess. But
0: <laughs> it is good so far. Um let's see. Well um there's you know some other fun stuff that's cooking up around here. Um so Captain Marvel trailer came out this morning and I was in the car everything happened in the car today I was in the car after I visited I left one of the schools working with their counseling team and I got in the car and it was ready and I sat in the car and looked at this thing like three times before I drove off and I was like whoa what did you think of it
1: I am very much excited about it. I think the casting, Brie Larson, is a good pick for her, or a good pick for Carol. Mm-hmm. I thought the, the initial scene with her falling down right into a blockbuster, I was like, girl, that's, it's so nostalgic. Because mm-hmm. like, how many times have you been to a blockbuster, you know? And it was just, it was fun to see an actual blockbuster.
0: Because
1: yeah. when was the last time you saw one? It's true. um i thought the it didn't tell a lot but it did tell enough or i think it was a teaser right yeah it was a teaser it wasn't an official trailer so it told enough to get you interested in the next trailer mm-hmm. they release um i think i'm more also interested in this next phase in the mcu mm-hmm. i'm ready
0: yeah, and you and you can tell it's another phase. That's what I liked about it because when you think about what we've seen so far, you're like, "Whoa!" You can see there's been, you can. I look back and I can see the arc of like how it's going into a different phase. You know, we're getting out of the Captain America, we're getting out of the, you know, the more domestic stuff, and now we're getting to just bigger stuff. And I like that it it, it felt like a different phase, and and I love what we saw. I loved the little. The little playoff of top gun of her mm-hmm. and, uh, and it seems like she doesn't remember um her life and if you and maybe maybe i'll do like a little mini episode like i did the wonder Woman, about carol because there's a lot she went through um especially when knowing that she's partly cree um but what that meant and so when you saw her going through that, that contraption thing where they were messing with her head, that's some stuff that kind of happened in the comic, kind of, um, where she met the original Captain Marvel um, and he helped her out, but then she became Miss Marvel. Uh, but um, yeah, there was a lot that we saw with that. And I, I ended up thinking about how, when she said that she doesn't remember these things, that like, made me think of when Rogue took her mm-hmm. in, because basically what happened, she could not remember her life and there's a beautiful, um, I think it's, oh, man, it's, I think it's X-Men 180-something, where it is a moment when Rogue realizes that she has Carol's memories, and we see Carol's memories in her mind. Um, also, it's when we find out that like um, Rogue was only 18 when all this happened. So when Rogue took her power, she was only 18.
1: And there was a good episode uh, on the X-Men animated yes. series of that when... Um Rogue took up Carol's powers and how she was so sorry that she took her powers. But, you know, I remember there was one line, um, Carol said, like, sorry doesn't give me back my life. You know, and it was was sad. It was sad to see that.
0: Yeah. Because in the comics, what happened is that persona, Carol's persona was in Rogue's mind. So if Rogue got hit really hard, it wouldn't, it, sometimes it will be Carol that would take over her body. Um, and there was always a conflict with the fact that Carol was living in her body. So it was like one of those moments where it was like, oh, you got hit really hard. And she's like, why is my room looking like this? And they were like, what's wrong with you? And it's like, I'm, this is Carol. And we're like, no, you're, you're rogue. And it's like, no, I'm Carol. So it's, it's very interesting. I will say, if y'all really want to know that whole history, start with... Um, Avengers Annual 10, because that's when it all went down when Rogue fought all the Avengers, whooped all their asses until Scarlet Witch. got So um, <laughs> it is really interesting um, to see that. Also, you get to know more about Mystique. And Mystique and Carol have a history, and that is effed up. This, mm-hmm. this is where I learned how much of a villain uh, uh, Mystique could be because she did something to Carol that was just effed up. She, as you know, I'll just say it, she killed Carol's boyfriend, but she killed her, him as Carol. Oh! So when he was, she beat him to death. So when he was dying, all he saw was Carol. So that is why to this day, those two will not, Ever be able to stand each other because of <laughs> and also Mystique had a big hatred, which is one reason why she sent Rogue after her. It's a big hatred between those two. So y'all, if y'all that don't know that story, get into the comics. It is a oh mystique. That was when I knew I was like, you are, oh, I'll have to knock you, kill you myself. <laughs> really good. But anyway, yeah, I enjoyed the trailer. I I mean, the teaser, I am really excited to see what's happening next. And I love the fact that people are like, here comes, I I saw some people say, this is um, Marvel's Wonder Woman. I was like, "Mm, I guess you can say that. But um, Carol is a different character. She's not always morally um, correct like Diana is. So if y'all have not, you know, if you don't know that much about Captain Marvel, take some time. Read some comics. I'll post some comics that y'all can check out so you can kind of check for yourself to kind of understand her history. But yeah, I was excited. This was, this was really good.
1: Yes. And it comes out in March.
0: Yeah, it comes. And you know, it, the funny thing is it will be March before we know it. So I remember I, I felt this way about Black Panther. And next thing you know, Black Panther was out. So you mm-hmm. know, this will be really interesting to see. Um, let's see. Now let's get into... We'll do one more happy one and then we'll do kind of garbage so marvel rising staying with marvel and with carol that had a trailer that came out it's the newest cartoon that's going to be out there mostly on disney but as marvel rising we got to see some favorite characters we saw america um, um this america that's her name um also squirrel girl mm-hmm um, I have got the fire guy's name. And then we saw Patriot. And Patriot, he has an interesting history because I think his grandfather also got the serum that Captain America did. So we saw Patriot involved. We also saw Cap- uh, Captain Marvel. She's in there to help out. And we saw the other Miss Marvel, the young Kamala Khan. So we saw this new group coming out. The cartoon looks really great. I don't know if you saw the trailer for it.
1: I did see this trailer. Um, it looks, it reminds me of Young Justice, as far as the uh, some of the lightheartedness, yeah. but I think they're trying to they're going to pull a an okie Doke, and it's going to get serious. Yeah, and I'm so here for that.
0: I am too, and I like the fact that we have Patriot because Patriot was an interesting character in Young Avengers, um, so to have him come back would be really fun. And I also like the fact they have toys, so they released the fact they have dolls, like little like little brat dolls, kind of, and. Um, that's out there. I like the fact that there's a queer doll. You want, you know, Miss America is queer, so if you you know, want to get a queer doll for yourself, there's one for you. Um, Spider Girl, she's in there too. So she's not a queer, but that's another character I forgot to mention, but they all have their own little toys, um, and Marvel's, give, you know, not only just the toys, but they give them, like, little clothing and everything else, so they're trying to catch up, as you think about it. DC has been good with having the toys and the cartoons and all that stuff, so I feel like this is their time to kind of catch up um, with that uh, franchise, with those particular pieces of the franchise and kind of get people more interested, but yeah, this, this is really good. I was actually happy with that. And as we... Cl- Get to the end, as y'all saw, the Joker movie is happening because they released pictures of Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, slash meth addict. I don't know if, I don't even know what that was supposed to be. (sighs) feel like like
1: every other random white guy that I've seen walk down the street <laughs> and i i i don't I don't know what story they're trying to tell or I really just don't give a damn yeah and,
0: you, and I feel like this is this is my problem again with this universe it's just all over the place, and I don't know. What well, to think of it, because I'm like, I don't want to see another. I don't want to, I feel like they don't know. It's like how um, Fox would do X-Men. They feel like the only enemy X-Men ever had was Magneto.
1: Right. Uh, I don't get it. I really do not get it.
0: And I think most people like the mystery of the Joker, not really knowing that much about him. And I don't really think I want to know about him. I I don't know. But you know what? This movie could be amazing and we're just really trashing it. Who knows? But I just wasn't impressed with what I saw. For what I do know of the Joker's history, um, we saw that in Killing Joke. And we know that he was a struggling comedian trying to make money, work with the wrong people. Things went wrong. And, you know, he became what he became. Um and I, I kind of like to always think of the Joker from the original, well, not the original Batman, but from the 89 Batman.
1: The Jack Nicholson one.
0: Yeah, that's been, I, that's how I like it. I like it just like that. Makes sense. I'm, fi- I'm fine with that. Gotham's version, they can, I don't know what that is. But <laughs> the, that version, Jack Nicholson version, is a good one. But also I like the mystery that, um, the one we got in, um, in The Dark Knight. That was a a, a great joker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Old dude just popped up. We had no idea. He was telling you different stories about himself that did not even make sense. But I like that mystery. He just came out he, like he came out of nowhere and he left. Basically, that's how he was. And he fled your, you know, God bless his soul. Um, that, we will probably never see that, that type of stuff ever again like that. And I like the fact that we had that joker. Now, I don't know. Again, this could be so I remember people was not excited about him being Joker. So maybe Joaquin, and Joaquin is a good actor though. So who knows?
1: Yeah, I I just don't know. I, and a part of me is like, y'all gonna do what y'all gonna do. And these lessons that y'all gonna have to learn,
0: <laughs>
1: it's just, I, who the fuck is in charge over there? I'm like if y'all if y'all like it, I love it. True. At the end of the
0: day. But um, oh, and a couple of quick things. Um, Sabrina, had her trailer come out? Sabrina is a put off from Archie as well as Riverdale. Um,
1: Bitch, that looks good.
0: It does, and I'm gonna be watching it. I'm gonna be watching it. I love witches, and I did read some of Sabrina, the updated Sabrina, and it was really good. So it looks like it's gonna be. As long as it doesn't go the route of Riverdale, I'm good because Riverdale is too much. But if this goes a different route, I will be all into it. Um, so I'm excited for it. Gave me a little bit of Coven, and I, you know I love me some Coven. And so we could. I'm excited about this. Um, and as we completely close out of this, they everybody saw the fallout <laughs> between Bert and Ernie. <coughs> No. The writer, the writer who has written for them since 84, claimed that he wrote them as a couple based on his relationship that he had. Um, so he wrote them as a couple. That's how he thought of them as a couple. Well, Frank Oz, the creator of them, said no. They don't have a sexuality. Now, I was like, that's interesting, Frank, because Miss Piggy and Kermit have sexuality, because Piggy is always trying to beat somebody down for some Kermit. So, um, <laughs> mm. And then they have a whole thing when they had a TV show about Kermit with a new pig. And uh-huh, yep. The <laughs> pig was clowning, and so I'm like, mm, there is a sexuality. So Frank Oz, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so there's conflicting things. The writer says, I wrote them as a couple. Yeah, Frank Oz said when I created them, I did create them. They are not a couple. Um, but I think in our hearts, they are a couple.
1: Listen, everybody knows good and goddamn well Burton and Ernie was that uh, your uncle and your uncle's friend that you never talked about <laughs> but you really you always knew that they were together because they were always together like uh, you were, like, taking trips to these oh, lavish ass uh, places
0: No, going to Hawaii oh that's cute who else going oh just us <laughs>
1: right like get the fuck out of here yo
0: so yes uh, I'm gonna sit here and say they are a couple, um, and that's okay. <laughs> they could be a couple. They, they could be a couple, and it makes sense because you, you see, Bert. Bert is like that. He pays the bill. He's the one who pays the bills on time. Bert's he's the top. To make sure that everything <laughs> is working, and you know, Ernie is up here like, "Bitch, I forgot to." Oh, I spent the money that's supposed to be for the light bill. Like he's that one, like, oh. I did this. Oh, I want to eat out every night and not think about budget. So I think that's who Ernie is and Bert is the is the one who takes care of everything they makes sure everything is together. Mm-hmm. Lord. I mean, they fucking <laughs> y'all. They, they are. All right. Anything else on the tea table?
1: Uh, oh, I don't think so. Let's go ahead and take a break.
0: All right. All right, we are back, and this week in our King Size Issue, we're going to talk about thirst traps because thirst traps are – it's an interesting concept, you know, how people post them and, and you know, what are they really looking for and how – in a lot of ways, we created thirst traps, but we are conflicted with thirst traps. There's – I think all of them not created equally, um, and, and just the way we react to them, like we are feeding the animals, as they say. Um, they say, "Don't feed the animals." We are feeding them, but I think there's ways that we do it, and we don't know how to handle it. I I, I don't know how to really put it, but we're just going to have that just a full out discussion about thirst traps. How do you how do you feel about thirst traps? Do you mind them? You think they're too much? What do you think? I don't mind them
1: at all. Um... I a thirst strap to me doesn't necessarily have to be a new pick. You know, you can have clothes on and still have a have a be a thirst strap. You know what I mean? Um I think sometimes people overdo it. And when I say overdo it, they in a the sense that Oh, I just got new glasses today and I'm such a nerd and they're like in a G string. It's like, "Girl, okay." Or um I just want to uh find that Mr. right and your ass is hanging out and whatever. I'm like, "You know, do you? I'm not saying that all of these are horrible and you're just a, such a bad person because you want to put yourself out there like that. I'm not saying that. It's just like, don't, I feel like it's two conflicting messages that you're trying to send. And I don't think people, especially gay guys, are sometimes equipped to decipher both messages and get what they need out of it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because, yeah, I've seen – it's funny. I think it's also different around racial lines. Like, I see, like, white guys do it. There's some – on Twitter, like, there's one guy, and he's cute-ish. I don't like his mustache. But he always – I think he's a writer or something. There was one picture he had. He was pointing at a bug, but he didn't have any pants on. I'm like, okay. Or the ones who be like, they make that face, that constipation face that I despise so much. I hate that face. They curl up their lip or whatever. Uh Um, You know, they'll do stuff like, yeah, I got new glasses. I'm like, well, why are you butt ass naked though? (laughs) You know, if you got Prada frames, just show me the frames. (laughs) I don't really care. I mean, yeah, great. You got a good body, whatever. But sometimes I do wonder, like, what is behind your thirst trap? Like, what is really going on with you? And I guess that's the counselor part of me. Like, what what are you going, like, what's going on to where I get once, twice a month for thirst trap? Sure. Um, but when it's a lot, I'm like, okay. Um, and, some, and But I think sometimes we are biased because if there's people that we like and we have you know, a decent relationship. with We we don't mind it. But for me, if I know you, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to want to look at you that way. For example, um, I got to, I met um, a couple, you know, I I know a couple of porn stars. And it's hard for me to look at them a certain way because I know them a different way. And I met one at Comic-Con where it's like, I follow him, but it's hard. But, you know, I also know that he's like, um, I'm Sean Severin, I'm saying his name. Um, but I, he's very attractive in person, my God. But I also know that he's very, you know, he has a lot of interesting things to say. He's very intellectual. But it's hard for me to be like, I can't help but to look at you this way, you know, like that. Right. But I also feel like that, to me, they can do their thirst traps and it's expected, and and I'm fine with that, versus there's an average person who would do it, but then that makes me wonder, like, why are you doing it? Like, are you trying to compete? Or... Was it you're trying to do when you do so many of them i'm like okay what's really happening like are you trying to make a career out of this because sometimes y'all y'all be thirst trapping and i and i'll be wondering what jobs do y'all have because you couldn't have my job and be doing this or you know like maybe you you know i was like well, where are y'all working at because i feel like this stuff will get bad somebody will see um there's as much as some of y'all thirst trap but I think, I mean, we all like, you know, compliments, but I always wonder, like, how much is enough? You know, like, for example, I know I have pretty eyes. I I know that. I I don't want, I wouldn't take pictures of my eyes and post them up there. I already know that. You know, I know that. I know that I'm attractive. I may throw something up there, but I'm not trying to thirst trap. I think what, I, I think a part of me is like, if I'm comfortable with myself, I don't need too, but then you can put the other argument and say, "But if you are comfortable with yourself, you can." So it's interesting to see that much. But I think, as you said, I, I, I like thirst traps that are not thirst traps, but they are thirst traps. Where mm-hmm. it's like, "Oh, I see this," or like, "Hey, I'm sitting here on the bus, and I see you got some thighs, or your calves look good, or your arms look cute." Like if you're not trying to, that work that goes a long way. But when you are really trying to, there was one guy, Lord, I swear, he, he I, I, I try to like, what are you doing? Like, basically, what are you doing? But at the end of the day, I think it's fine. But I think that we have to be honest with ourselves about thirst traps. Because recently, I've been seeing backlash towards a particular one, and I'll, I'll call his name out, Aussie Diff um he's a guy i guess he's australian but he's in vegas and he's been posting he's he's, he claims to be a daddy you know he's younger than me um but he's thick he's not bad looking and he he talks that talk of what daddies will say or what we perceive daddies to say and it works because this dude has 20,000 followers um he just came up on this. Like, he literally came out of nowhere. I think he's been on there for not that long. Um, but he has 20,000 followers, and he will post things like, you know, Daddy Needs His Dick Sucks or something like that. And people will be like, I'm here. I'm ready and everything else. But then I also seen the backlash of it where people are like, he's trying to, oh, I can't stand him. I hate him. I'm like, okay. But if you look at L, y'all follow porn stars, so I don't understand what's the difference. Yeah. I don't understand.
1: It's, with gay men, we think a lot, like, sexually, you know, how we interact with each other sexually. And I feel that, okay, this particular guy might not be your liking, and that's okay, but... I don't think you should beat everybody else up because he's not you don't find him attractive, you know. And going back to your point as far as like meeting people, having friends that other people find attractive, but you can't make that that jump because of your relationship. I have those people too, you know, like folks that I've danced with, folks that I've ran with in the past, that they are we've crossed that line of I don't know what it is that I'm, I'm not, I don't look at you in that way. I look at you as a friend and as a friend, I don't want to do anything to jeopardize that friendship, you know? So yes, this person over here might find that person very attractive and wants to sleep with them and whatnot. And I was like, I can't make that jump because we have a different relationship. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I and it's interesting because I think we have to be honest with ourselves. I don't think we're honest when it comes to thirst traps. I think some people want they some people are not honest with what they really like and why they really follow some. I think if we all took a look at our twitters and like why do we follow certain people? Uh-huh. honest about why we follow them you know what I'm saying like do we follow like do you follow do you follow Ossie Diff because of why you follow him and you might some people would be embarrassed to say I do follow him because like I was reading people saying I follow him because I think it's funny I'm like is it funny or I mean that's not a lie he is an attractive man he has a very he has a thick body and, and stuff working for him are you really, because you don't have to follow them. You can just look up their name and see what they say. But I think if you're if you're really honest about why you fall following thirst traps, I think sometimes that's hard for us to kind of digest. Because that, that reminds us that we're just as shallow as other people if we're following you because of your thirst trap. And I think that's something I had to like, be honest with, like, I'm following this person on Tumblr because... And then I have to be like, okay, I have to accept the fact that I'm doing it. I think a lot of us don't always accept that. And I think when we do accept that, I think that's where we try to get a little more uh, kind of hypocritical about others because we are realizing those things about ourselves. So I do think some people may not like Alcide if I use him because that's why I saw a lot of backlash for So I think he represents the typical the, the antip- the antip- the, I can never say the word, um, of what a thirst trap is. He has the body, he has the love. He says the things that y'all be saying. Y'all be saying, y'all can spit in my mouth. Y'all can choke me. He's saying that. But y'all will say it too about Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth or Idris Alba. And like, oh, he can choke me all day. Okay. But then somebody says, yeah, I want to choke you. How dare he say that? Who do you think he is? I'm like, wait, but isn't that what you just said? Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, I think we have to come clean and be honest with ourselves about thirst traps, And to say that, yeah, we do like it or we do follow them that way. Yes, I do think thirst traps are, some of them are a little bit much because some of them are like, okay. You know, I'm like, okay, you can sit down. Because a part of me is like, after a while, you should think about getting paid (laughs) for doing all this. When y'all doing all these new pictures, y'all should be trying to get paid or something, OnlyFans. But I think that it's twofold. I think thirst traps should be honest about why they're doing it. And we should be honest about why we follow them.
1: And, uh, you know, gay men, we were always, before we came out, we're so scared of people knowing our sexuality that when we do come out, it's this overabundance, you know what I mean? It's this oversharing of stuff that we want to do. It's because we want everybody to know that how gay we are and we want we want to identify our other gay brothers Mm -hmm. so it's almost uh, it's almost like a form of community too if you look at it a certain way like oh since i'm a thirst trap oh he's a thirst trap so we can all gawk at him yeah And, yeah, some of it can be problematic, like we've mentioned, Um, but there's always a place for that kind of stuff. Always a place.
0: Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned that part because, yeah, sometimes our thirst traps are problematic and sometimes y'all will still follow them. That's why I'm saying you need to be honest for why you follow them because sometimes they will say something racist or sexist or transphobic. And y'all will still follow them. And that has not failed. We've seen plenty of times somebody will say something stupid and y'all will still follow them or what have you. Then we also have a lot of uh, straight guys who become thirst traps but they're not ready to handle the fact that they have gay fans. But They will say something stupid like, I ain't down with that gay shit, whatever. And I'm like, mm. but you're doing this. Not to say it is gay. I'm just saying that you're doing this so you should have expected it.
1: It's wildly homophobic. Yeah. Well, not homophobic, but it's highly homoerotic.
0: Yeah. You can't be sitting up here taking shower pics. You know, part of me thinking, what straight man does that? I mean, unless you're trying to make some money, right?
1: Who's trying to get their phone wet, though? That's the bigger question. <laughs> <laughs> like, these motherfuckers are expensive.
0: And they've been, what I like about third Trap, they do the most. They are always like, you know, they take these pictures, like, oh, I'm outside. Lay, they lay it in the grass, butt naked. I'm like, yeah, I ain't thinking about chiggers. Or, right. See, well, the, the, the links some of y'all go through with y'all thirst trapping is, is, is something else. Um, but, I, you know, I kind of like the subtle ones. I like the ones where it's like, oh, I didn't even notice. You know, there's some guys who were like oh i'm just chilling like i'm I'm laying in bed i haven't got up yet and i was like okay but that's kind of cute you look kind of cute in the bed that's cute to me versus you with your booty hole
1: all out right oh i don't want i wonder when i'm going to eat for breakfast meanwhile you, your hole is showing i'm like girl what
0: or the ones who will be like you know i can't believe the breakfast. did you see those girl uh,
1: all right like that was too fucking much like and so if you didn't see it, what was it on Instagram? Yes. Yeah. This one white guy, uh, he was saying, oh, Aretha Franklin was a legend. She was the queen of the soul, yada, 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 this, that, and the third. And meanwhile, he's in his underwear, <laughs> legs sprawled out. No. I'm like, wait a minute. This doesn't correlate to the message that you just wrote. So what's really going on? Those are the kind of thirst traps you like. Okay, what? How do you get two plus two equals purple?
0: I know. I'm super What? Cool. And you see it a lot. And no shade to white guys, but a lot of y'all do it. Uh, y'all do it the most. Now, like Latino or, or black guys, they, they, they try to be artsy about it, or they just be flat out honest with people. But some of y'all white gays, just stop. Just just, just keep be real. You're thirst trapped. And don't try to jazz it up, like I'm reading, like or oh, I'm reading a book. I'm like in the nude. There was one guy who, um, I think he's a poet. There's one picture that looks really good. He's in a chair, and the way the chair, way he's in the chair, it works really well. But don't do those. Things, like I'm reading a book, and then you butt ass naked, or you are, I'm making peanut butter dick is right next to the jar, of peanut butter. I'm like, okay, you know, like, I'm like, just, just be honest with what you're doing. I see you trying to be cutesy about it, but we're way past that now. The minute your dick is out there, we're way past anything.
1: Kind of no, different. it's a new at that point.
0: Yeah, you're, 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 you're they're strapping it. so unless you're trying to be, like, the Statue David, okay, but y'all not, y'all out here. Well, yeah, the Aretha Franklin, I saw one. <laughs> someone about, oh, I miss Rue McClanahan, and they were watching, they were right there watching Golden Girls, but they were like, laid on their stomach butt-ass naked. Mm-hmm. Like, Okay, how we talk about you miss Rue uh-huh. McClanahan? And you could have took a picture of, of, of Blanche. <laughs> and right. Picture. I miss her, but you had to put all that in there. Um, do I think some of these folks are shallow? Yes. Do I think some people may be somewhat Weirdly damaged? Probably. I mean, who isn't? And I mean,
1: <laughs> we don't have that time.
0: <laughs> and do you know, you want attention? But I always say, what why do you need so much attention? I think that if you maybe you don't know you're attractive. Maybe this is your way of finding it out. And I and I understand and I get that. But I think that's where you might want to go talk to someone, kind of really figure out what that problem is. You know, I love to hear certain guys say, I never thought of myself as attractive, but yet all they post their body pictures. And I, 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 I get that you're trying to get that, but there's other ways, and you will want somebody to know you more than your body to a degree, because I think there's a backlash to that. I think as you do a lot of these thirst traps, as you were saying, people look at you sexually. So when you meet people, maybe they don't take you seriously because you have presented this persona out there, and you have to be able to do, to really be able to differentiate. I can never say that word either. The difference between who you are and whoever this persona is. And mm-hmm. I think there was, I can't remember the, the podcast, but I listened to a podcast with Griffin Barrows. And if y'all know who Griffin Barrows is, oh my gosh, he's a CD. I will give him that. He's cute. He's very, very aware. He's social justice aware. So I like that about him. To
1: be honest, I do like that about him. I mean, I have one of his videos saved in my bookmark, so.
0: He's he's very, well, I like about him, I'll be honest. I mean, yeah, he looks good, but he's also very aware. He talks about, you know, race and diversity. Now, he does not discriminate. He doesn't. He really doesn't. Uh, even to body types. He's been kind of, you know, around different body types, too. But I like that he he said in a podcast, because he said, I've got his real name, but he, he said there is a difference between Griffin and John, where is, is Brian?
1: And that's a lot. That's um, with a lot of porn stars. You know, remember we had Hugh Hunter on the show yeah. last year. So you know, you see this persona of uh, him, but then in the background, you see he's a uh, he loves musicals. He's a actor in that sense. So you know, a lot of act, uh, a lot of porn stars. They have to have those two separate lives because if they merge, then sometimes that can be damaging and almost deadly.
0: True. And Griffin said that he has to have he has to keep them separate. And I think what people don't do, you know, I would say amateurs is because they, they get caught up in like people like my like, all these lights. They don't realize that that is also a persona that you have created that you have to be responsible for. And when people do meet you, finally, they're going to see that. That is what they know you for. They don't know you for anything else, unless you were someone who, maybe you wrote a book, and, you know, and then you do, like, a picture of your shirt off, you know. Or, like, for example, Phil Jimenez. Phil Jimenez has a great body. He'll do, like, a little picture of him, like, my shirt's off. he are like, oh, look at you, Phil. But we also know Phil because of the fact that he's written and drawn comics. So if you're able to kind of play it in a way that we know a little bit more about you, then it's easier to be like, okay, I see the difference. But if we don't know anything about you and all you give us is that, don't be too surprised that people will be, that's how they perceive you. Um, And they may not take you seriously. So I think if you are creating these personas, you need to be able to understand what you're creating to where you are able to handle that. Because you will see some people on ThirstRap saying, this guy, met me. you were so rude. I'm like, okay, but maybe he thought... You know, because you keep you, y'all had a conversation that he was, go, you know. And I'm not advocating that you know you owe anybody anything. I'm just saying that, you, sadly, the way society is and the way men think, of course they're gonna, It's gonna go straight to that.
1: mm mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, very much so.
0: Yeah. So yeah, thirst traps are. It's an interesting concept. It's a very interesting concept. So you know, like. I'm sure if we did a thirst trap pick, I think I did a picture and I had my arms out and that, no, I did something recent I because it was so much about thick. And I said, that's not thick, I'm thick. And I wasn't trying a thirst trap, I swear. I just said, here's a picture of me. I said, this is thick. And that kind of, I had DMs, I had stuff like, wait, I said, I wasn't trying. I was just, <laughs> but I understood, but I was like, wow, I see, I see okay, and I think sometimes that I wasn't ready for a lot of that reaction, and I think a lot of times that that's that surprising us, but I kind of like the fact that, you know, oh, look at this, or oh, I didn't, you know, sometimes I was surprised by who was like liking it to like, you know, people saying saying DMs, like, you know I follow you because I think you're this, and I'm like oh, I did well, okay I didn't know that, did not know that so, I get it you like that you like the applause but i think we have to also be aware of what comes with that if we're going to do this a lot
1: mm-hmm. very much so
0: yes all right well that was fun
1: <laughs> it was
0: yeah first trapping is something else and you know we'll, we'll always see thirst traps and it'll be what it is you it will be what its
1: And with that being said, that does bring us into our show for today. You can find us out on Twitter at MegasheenPod. on our personal accounts. I'm at Porter Pizzazz, Victor's at Wonderman Five. You can like us on Facebook at MegaShingPod, Instagram MegaShingPod. Go to our website at MegachingPod.com. There will be a new article dropping this week um, about RuPaul's Drag Race, the some winners. I'll just let you read it. Anywho, uh, let's see. You can uh, like, rate, subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else before we get up out of here?
0: No, that's it. Or we uh, we will have some guests coming soon. And, uh, yeah, so we got <laughs> And also... Look out for, as I said before, maybe um, I'll do like this, uh, kind of an episode where we talk about um, like certain characters. So now we got Captain Marvel, may do something similar to what I do with Wonder Woman, kind of give you an idea of uh, who she is as a character. We're we all excited about.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, Bye. until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye.